Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. There's the button. There's the magic button. There he is. There There he is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sam Pittman met with the uh, media today by way of teleconference, and I guess, as uh, Kyle stated in his email, I guess for the time being, this this will be the way that you interact uh, with the coaches Mm -hmm. there at the University of Arkansas. But uh, I didn't realize until I read your article today that uh, there were so many Arkansas players who had either had surgery or dealing with injuries and so forth and so on. Yeah, there's uh, there's been a few guys that have that have come off surgery. It seems like a lot, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. But none of them were issues. I don't think that we're going to keep them, you know, out of fall camp, uh, but may have limited them a little bit in spring drills. Um, you know, obviously we know Noah Gatlin was coming off an ACL. He, he would have been limited in the spring, but they expect him to be fully back. Dorian Gerald's been cleared all the way to go. Uh, Bumper Poole had back surgery. We know that he has been dealing with some stuff, uh, but they expect him back when season starts. Uh, Hayden Henry had a shoulder. Dalton Wagner had a shoulder. And Ty Clary had a shoulder, all labrum tears. Uh, but they were progressing well. Uh, Wagner had been doing modified weights uh, in the running condition. Clary had been doing walkthroughs, uh, but all three uh, were expected to come back in the fall. Um, let's see, who else am I missing? I guess uh, Felipe Franks, Pittman said if he's not 100% back, he's probably about 95% back, but they didn't expect to limit him at all uh, during camp, or excuse me, during spring drills. And uh, yeah, KJ Jefferson also had shoulder surgery, but they expected him to be back good to go. So. That's, I think that's pretty much everybody. <laughs> it's a pretty good laundry list when you start yeah. thinking about it, uh, that many players being out. Do you know, Trey, exactly when, when Co- we were listening to Coach Pittman a few moments ago, uh, he said they did some walkthroughs and some other things. Uh, how much more have they allowed the coaches, all the coaches? Uh, I always thought, and we knew that they relaxed it some, but only the strength and conditioning coach typically was the one that could work with them. Do you know how much more freedom they've got now as coaches to interact with their players? No, that would have been a good question to ask. I can't remember what the exact – they again, they changed it up a few years ago, but they definitely have opened it up. It's not just like free access to the players, but it's so much, so much time a week or something, and I can't remember exactly how that is. Now, they were able to, to do some work with them you know, during off-season stuff. But right now, you know, basically they can give them a handout and stuff. They can't, like, you know, necessarily, like, go over stuff, you know. But they they say the most important thing for to them right now in terms of working with the players is to make sure that they're, you know, continuing on eating the way they're supposed to as much as possible and uh, making sure that their academics are on, on a par because, I mean, you lose a lot of academic support when, you know, you have to clear out of campus. But those guys, you know, are, are used to, 
you know, having people because they've got, you know, things that interfere with practice and stuff like that. And then, you know, of course, in the season games. But, you know, used to having some tutors along um, and academic advisors and people, uh, counselors and stuff, people to help them, you know, along and, 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 and guide through the academic side of things. So they have to make sure that they stay on top of that and make sure – uh, that the guys are eating well, and as Sam mentioned, also recruiting. Those are you know the areas that they've got to take care of right now. Making sure players are taking care of their bodies, making sure they graduate, and making sure they're adding new players who can help them in the future. Did I learn a new term today? Another way of, uh, I think a Skype, but I I thought Sam said Zoom. Is that Zoom. another way to Zoom? Yeah. Oh yeah. Zoom Absolutely. meeting. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. It's, I mean, it's in a way, it's like FaceTime, I guess, where you can, right. you know, FaceTime with multiple people. But uh, I've used Zoom these last five days, probably like four different times. Uh, you know, conference call at 24/7 Sports. Got on a couple of times with my family, and uh, and once with my daughter's uh, class, they put together a, a Zoom meeting for all the kids to to talk to each other again. So it's a yeah, it's a pretty handle. There's other things. Google Hangouts is another one. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, just a way to get a lot of people in front of a computer, uh, in front of a uh, webcam or something like that, and and uh, yeah, have a meeting or or just have a discussion. Man, I thought I was ahead of the curve by knowing how to use FaceTime. Now you're telling me about this. Not if, if you, you don't know, know use... Zoom. If you're not ahead of the curve, if you don't know Zoom, Randy, come on. Now. Right, but if you can use FaceTime, you can use Zoom. That's correct. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I thought I was kind of hmm, catching up with the times, but I guess not. All right, let's talk with uh, Bill. Bill, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yes, sir. Uh, according to 24/7 Sports, there are two four-star offensive linemen, offensive tackles in Central Arkansas. Can you speak about those two guys, the 2022 class? Yeah, let me bring those guys up. One of them is Harris. Marion Harris, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the last one is Shambly out of Maumelle. I know we've got an article on it here. I want to bring it up because he is Dave, a big Dave just man. had an article. He's currently ranked number one in the class, and – he was offered by the previous staff and re-offered by um, by by Pittman's staff. Marion Harris is uh, the son of uh, Elliot Harris, who's a former Razorback. His brother, his older brother, is a pretty good player too. I can't remember where his older brother ended up going, but uh, his older brother is a is a pretty good player too. But uh, Marion is like you know six five as a ninth grader, three hundred pounds. You know, uh, Alabama had already offered him as well. Uh, Andrew Chambly is, goes 6'6", 284 is what we're listening at right now. But both of those guys are four-star prospect. Right now, Chambly is the number one ranked uh, prospect in the state of Arkansas for the class of 2022. He has Mississippi State, Kansas, uh, Oklahoma State, Missouri, Tennessee, Virginia Tech, TCU, and Arkansas, of course. A few of the offers. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, this, for some reason, sticks out. Either it was Purdue or Illinois. I may be wrong on that, but that just kind of sticks in my mind. Uh, for, from our Keith Lee Service Company live fan feedback, James says, heard Pittman mention staff has moved Blaine Toll to tight end. Asked mm-hmm. Trey if Blaine was getting heavily coveted by colleges in his recruitment specifically as a tight end, or was he playing defense, a huge preference for him deciding to attend the U of A. Yeah, so we actually reported that, mm, when did we report that? Probably in January, I guess, maybe February. Uh, I think February. Uh, it was after 
Justin Step, or excuse me, not Justin Step, but uh, John Cooper went to dinner with all of his tight ends, and lo and behold, there's Blaine Toll eating with the tight ends. So we knew that he had been moved positions just based on that. As far as recruiting, he was listed as an athlete. Uh, I think most schools were after him as defensive end, but mainly just like, let's get this guy on campus and then we'll figure out what to do with him. I personally liked him best at defensive end. I felt like as far as getting on the field early, that was probably his best chance. He played some tight end in high school, but from what I'd seen out of him, I thought defensive end was a better fit for him just because when he came up here for camp, and again, that's, you know, just how you're used and, you know, what you're used to playing. Obviously, he played a lot of quarterback and all that stuff. But, you know, like, uh, you know, learning the blocking stuff and, and, and all that stuff, just seeing him next to the other tight ends, he was definitely behind them. What Blaine does have is he looks like a junior in college right now physically. You know, he, he comes off the ball well. Uh, I think the main thing of it is when you look at what Arkansas has on the defensive line, they're in better shape than they are at tight end. They The numbers just aren't very good at tight end. You look at defensive line, they've got, you know, Zach Williams, Mateo Soley, Eric Gregory, you know, the, all those three guys coming back from last year. Uh, you've got Julius Coates joining the mix and, um, you know, Dorian Gerald coming back from last year. So you're in a lot better shape at defensive end. And the way the coaches looked at it just overall in general on the defensive line is if they got Xavier Kelly – then they had decided that they would put Blaine Cole at tight end. If they didn't get Xavier Kelly, then then Blaine Toll was going to remind, remain on the defensive side of the ball. So they got Xavier Kelly, and uh, they went ahead and decided to move Blaine, and it seems like he's perfectly fine with it. Let's talk to Hound Dog. Hound Dog, you got a question or comment for Trey? Yes, sir. Trey, you What's are up, brother? very, very good at what you do, sir. Well, thank you. And the information that we hear from you is absolutely good. Well, that's good because I don't have many other discernible skills. <laughs> well, <laughs> sir, <laughs> you do know all the these recruits and all the athletes we've got. If you don't have speed, you ain't going to win in SEC. Mm-hmm. And what I want to know, if you can help me out and think about it, is uh, – Defensive backs and linebackers. We we talked about the defensive line. I've heard that, but I yes, I have heard you say things about the uh, defensive backfield. But buddy, mm-hmm. gotta have some Steve Atwater in order to win. You know. All right, Hound Dog. We'll get Trey to respond. Thank you, Hound Dog. So is he asking about speed in particular? In the yes. secondary yeah, yes. and such? Yes. yes. So I put out a projected depth chart for the spring that obviously never happened. Uh, but, you know, a guy like Jalen Catalan, I mean, Chad Morris called him one of the five best high school players he's ever seen. From what I told was told from people on the inside in practice is that he made a play like every single day in practice. Uh, I think there's a little bit of misinformation on Jalen because he didn't play in the last game maybe the last couple of games, actually. Uh, he didn't hurt his shoulder in the last game he played. He had already hurt his shoulder. He could have continued playing on throughout the year, but they didn't want to burn his red shirt. And it's kind of a shame because they used him for, like, two kneel downs against Ole Miss. I mean, he, he was in the games that he played in, all except for one, uh, just not used a whole lot. So that was kind of disappointing the way he was used last year. 
but him, you know, and depending on whether he plays strong safety or nickelback or whatever, we don't know. But Sam Pittman did mention him at least two different times on two different occasions today, you know, when he's talking about leadership and, you know, players standing out. Uh, so Jalen Catalan, Joe Fouché will be back next year. We've heard some good things about Miles Slusher also, who was, I guess, Miles is the top rated recruit in this class, at least the top rated defensive recruit in this class. Um, you know, Miles Mason's another guy who's provided some solid minutes of him, for him. So those are the main guys, I would say, at safety. And then Monteric Brown, you know, Monteric, depending on how things sh- shake out, say they decide they want to put Jalen Catalan at, at safety. Maybe Monteric Brown moves back, to, or shoot a Jalen Catalan at nickel. Maybe Jalen Catalan, excuse me, say they want to move Jalen Catalan to nickel back. Maybe Monteric Brown, they look at their situation at cornerback and say, well, he was a safety. He could play safety again. But I really like Monteric where he is. I think he's a good tackling cornerback. You know, he might have slid off a little bit towards the end of the year. I think most guys did. But he started off really strong, I thought. I I think that he has a chance to be Arkansas's best D-back next year. Uh, And then you've got uh, Jarquez McClellan, who I think will be pushed by Devin Bush. Um, Let's see, who else we got coming in in cornerback uh, room? See, Did the you 2020 class. Ladarius, you mentioned Ladarius Bishop? Well, yeah, Ladarius Bishop definitely can provide some depth and has got a lot of speed. And actually, they think he might be the, the fastest offensive guy on the team, at least the last, or excuse me, defensive guy on the team, at least the last staff said that. Nick Turner, who's coming in in this class. Now, he's a safety, and everybody knows how I feel about freshman safeties. Just don't trust them. But as far as upside and speed, he is a real, real burner at safety. Um who else they got coming in? Uh, Kari Johnson, who a lot of teams came in on late. Jerry Jacobs. I'm trying to think, is that all? Jerry Jacobs, who's coming out of uh, who's coming out of Arkansas State. He's not on, or he is on campus, isn't he? Uh, so he's on campus. Is he on campus, Randy? I don't. I believe think he is. So. Yes, Jerry. Ja- is he? Okay. I think he is on campus. I think he is. Heck, I can't remember. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Maybe he's not. Yeah, for some reason I'm drawing a blank on it. But regardless, he's a guy that could play any number of positions, whether it's cornerback, safety, nickel. They could put him at a lot of different places, and he's played a lot of different places in his career. So, you know, that's another addition coming in in this class. So I think that I will say this about what Pittman said today, and we had him on for about 50 minutes. So we we talked to him for a while. But both times – that I can remember him bringing up cornerbacks, he was very, or excuse me, secondary in general, he was very complimentary of the whole group, um, you know, and, and not necessarily, you know, just kind of gushing about every group, but secondary, you could definitely tell he had some excitement about the direction they were headed. Let's talk with Bill. Bill, good oh, afternoon. I didn't, hey, I didn't even mention it. I'm sorry, I've got to mention, well, I've got to mention Greg Brooks Jr. also in that mix, who has been playing nickelback, who I think Greg Brooks, I think that, he, based on what I saw last year, I think he might be better suited for cornerback than nickel, just because it's such a tough position. You got to be quick enough to p- cover slot receivers. You got to be stout enough to take on blockers and and play run support. It's just a, a very instinctive position, and so much of what that position does determines what the quarterback will do in the RPO game, also. But who knows? He might add a, a good bit of weight and uh, and be a little stouter. But I, I think he can cover, and so you know, I think cornerback. Is definitely a good spot for him, and then maybe Nickel is. Just don't put him back in goal line. No. No, don't do that. 
I think you remember that situation. I can't remember who yes. it was against, but I'm thinking, what are they doing with that poor young man trying to put him down in the box, <laughs> no less? Uh, let's talk yeah. to Bill. Bill, you have a question or comment for Trey? Yes, sir. Uh, one comment about uh, at the super, but I got a comment and a question. Uh, comment is with a Razorback basketball ending abruptly uh, in the SEC, mm-hmm. I think it's a plus because they didn't go and lose the next game. They didn't get devastated in the tournament. They didn't get shut out for the uh, NCAA tournament. So I think it's a plus for recruiting because they look at it and there's no definitive way they finished. And they, I think they ended on a high note. But with football, I just wanted to ask you, Trey, um, is the college portal uh, looking good for the Razorbacks maybe to get some more uh, – big defensive and offensive linemen and two um is the new coach able to talk to the players about his um new regimen of offense and defense and uh, at least uh, even though they might not be able to practice can he run a plays in the offense and defense no. with players maybe ahead of time to show them what he's looking at or I mean, they, they were able to do a little bit of stuff in the off season. Thank you, Bill. But Thank not, you, sir. Not right now. I mean, they're pretty much just limited to handouts on on stuff. I mean, they can't like go over stuff with them. They're they're not. There's only 21 football players who are in Fayetteville right now. Everybody else is headed home, and the rest of them will be heading home uh, soon. Also, um, what else? He asked a couple of questions. Uh, on I would disagree on basketball. Offensive, Obviously, you want the opportunity to continue on. Oh. Yeah, uh, you want you want the opportunity in basketball to continue on. I think you know, and I, I think they felt good about their their chances. Uh, as far as the transfer portal, they are done with the transfer portal, as far as I can see. They they have, including transfers, five, and uh, incoming recruits and pl- players that have enrolled already. That puts them at twenty five. From what I was told, they don't have any that they can count back. So there's no more additions that are coming and they've I mean they've done a pretty good job addressing I mean yeah you would have liked to have had a tight end everybody has something that they're like man we're just a little thin there you know that's just the world we live in but I mean they got a, a an established cornerback and Jerry Jacobs a guy that's familiar with one of the coaches on staff and Ryan Rhodes Levi Draper is a very well-regarded linebacker who was playing against some pretty solid players at Oklahoma so maybe he can come in and provide some depth. And Xavier Kelly kind of in the same role, very highly regarded recruit, playing behind some really good players uh, ahead of him at Clemson. A.J. Reed's the starting kicker at Duke and coming to Arkansas. And then Felipe Franks, who has a lot of starting experience in the SEC and was really off to a really good start last year before he got injured and Kyle Trask came in and took over. Uh, so, I mean, that's that's – I mean, if there was a tight end in that group, that you'd say, man, that's a grand slam home run. As far as transfer now, are any of these guys superstars that are going to take them to the next level? No. Are they guys that can improve the roster and help Arkansas compete better next year? Absolutely, I think. Let's talk with uh, GW. GW, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? I actually have a comment and a question. Uh, you're talking about transfer portal. I saw that uh, a seven-three. Yeah, uh, Musk Mus was trying to uh, get the transfer to Arkansas. Well, you have a guy sitting on the bench in 7-3. And, yeah, uh, that's, that's what you would call a Twin Towers situation if you're able well, to get him. Yeah, yeah. so that's uh, 
Matthias Markison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's out of he's originally out of Sweden. Yeah, from Sweden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, seven three, two hundred sixty one pound uh, center. So yes, two seven three guys. Yeah, out of Loyola, Loyola Marymount. That's it, Loyola Marymount. I couldn't remember. Uh, mm-hmm. And the one comment I was going to make was on uh, uh, Andrew Shambly. I go to church yes. with him, and he is ever oh, yeah. six eight, almost six nine, because he has to duck coming in the sanctuary, and those uh, openings are six foot eight inches. Oh, is that right? <laughs> I'm serious. Nice observation. <laughs> Thank you. We'll be looking out. Matthias Markison averaged uh, 10.2 points and uh, brought down 6.3 rebounds a game, 29 blocks also. Have a great weekend, Trey. We'll talk with you on Monday. That's straight video of Hogsports.com. Stay safe, guys. Being brought to you by Asher Record Service.